Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alamin. Ve usalli ve usallam ala seyyid evvelin ve ahirin. Nebiyyana Muhammeden ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve barik ve sallam. To our beloved brothers and sisters, our friends, to our listeners, our viewers, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. We have reached the ninth section of the mighty book of Allah Azza wa Jal Al-Quran Al-Kareem. And this ninth juz is couched in beautiful descriptions of paradise, Al-A'raf, the heights. And there are descriptions that we can't find anywhere else in the book. And in making a transition, it goes to the life of Musa salam and brings out relevant points. And this is of critical importance to us today because in his life and the struggle of his people from the tyranny of Ramses or the, the Pharaoh of ancient Egypt, there is parallels today. And the scenario is brought to us of the Pharaoh being with Al-Mala. And this is the parliament. This is the Congress. And they say to him, Will you allow Musa and his people to cause corruption on the earth and curse your gods? The Fir'aun, the Pharaoh then responds to them, This is Surat Al-A'raf, verses 177-178. So the answer of Pharaoh to his Congress, his parliament, is that we will kill their young men and we will control their women, for surely we have irresistible power over them. The verse continues in 178, Musa then says to his people, Seek your help from Allah and have patience, for surely this earth belongs to Allah, and he will give it to whom he pleases from his servants and worshippers, and the best reward is for those who have taqwa. So the amazing parallel is that we find the power structures today using similar strategies, and that is to kill the young men. So we find young men being killed and being jailed and being put on drugs. But with the young women, we find that they are being controlled. So instead of just killing off the women, they control them through the fashions, they control them through scholarships to universities, they control them through leadership in their movements. You find this in the uh, black movements, the, the anti-racist black movements. We find that many of the women uh, today are the leaders of the movements. And it's not their fault, but it's a design of the system. The men are in jail. The men are locked down on drugs. You find in, in many of the parts of the Muslim world, the men, young men being killed and imprisoned and, and being tortured and their minds being rendered useless and women being brought to the front. And there's nothing wrong with this, but it needs to be balanced. And again, the Fir'aun is saying, we have irresistible power over them. But Musa's answer, and that is our answer today, and that is seek your help from Allah and have patience. 
because this earth belongs to Allah and he will give it to whom he pleases from his servants, from his worshippers, from the human beings. The best reward is for those who have the consciousness of Allah. And so we say this today as it was said before, that this earth belongs to Allah. We're in a transition in this world and Allah will give it to whom he pleases. Now this mighty juz then makes a transition to Surat al-Anfal, which is Medaniya. This is a Medina chapter. And it is a chapter based upon the division of the spoils of war just after the Battle of Badr. And this is of critical importance to us today, especially since we are in the month of Ramadan, because it was the 17th of Ramadan when the Battle of Badr took place. And so this is right after this great battle, right in the end of Ramadan, going into Shawwal, this is very important to us. Why? Because in this battle, the Prophet ﷺ and his companions, they did not rob the caravan. They went out to seize their goods that had been stolen by Abu Sufyan in Mecca. Remember the Muslims fled to Medina and left their goods in Mecca. He took this huge caravan to Syria the Prophet, peace be upon him, found out about it and brought 313 men in order to take back what was theirs. Abu Sufyan, being very crafty, was able to escape to the coastline and to warn Mecca and a huge army of over a thousand warriors, 300 horses, were on the scene. Everything now has changed. But Allah Azawajal gave Sakina. He gave calmness to the believers and Allah gave them victory in the great battle of Badr. After this great victory, there's a crisis. It's not a military crisis, but it is a spiritual one dealing with materials. The Prophet, peace be upon him, said, Inna li kulli umma fitna wa fitna tu ummati al-mal. Every nation has a trial and test, and the trial and test of this nation is wealth. And so the spoils of war are there. How do you divide them up? How do you deal with them? And this is the unfal. This is the great fitna or the great test that the Muslims find themselves in. And we need to look at this today with the fitna that the Muslim world is put in. We have too much wealth or too little wealth. It's a trial, it's a test, it's a temptation, it's a fitna. And why would this happen to us? Why would the calamity strike the world? A beautiful, powerful verse in Surah Al-Anfal, verse 25, Allah tells us, وَتَّقُوا فِتْنَ لَا تُسِيبَنَّ الَّذِينَ ظَلَمُوا مِنْكُمْ and beware of a punishment, a fitna, a trial that will not strike in particular those who do wrong and know that Allah is strict in punishment. So fitna can strike anybody and Muslims are being struck with fitna. We are in a terrible calamity now. It's a punishment in some cases. It's a trial and a test in other cases. Look at the relevance of these verses today. What is happening, especially in the Western world, to our families. And we forget about our children. 
we forget about the responsibility. And Allah tells us in verse number 28, And know that your wealth and your children are a trial. And that which with Allah is the highest reward. And so Allah shows us the danger of the fitna, even of our children, of the material world. This is a crucial understanding for the Muslims today. We think that because we have wealth that we are saved. No. The Prophet and his companions preferred to live in poverty. And your companions recognized that when they were with the Prophet, peace be upon him, it was darra, it was difficult times, but their faith was strong. And when the wealth started to pour into Medina after his death, then sarra came in, the ease and the comfort, the fitna of hayatid dunya. And this is on the Muslim world today, it is on all of us. And we have to give of ourselves. We have to remember the poor and the needy who are suffering in this month and to recognize our responsibility to the world, and especially those who are blessed with wealth amongst us. May Allah give us this balance. May Allah give us this blessing in this sacred month of Ramadan. I leave you with these thoughts, and I ask Allah to have mercy on me and you. وَآخِرَ دَعْوَانَا أَنَا الْحَمْدُ لِلَّهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ وَالسَّلَامُ عَلَيْكُمْ وَرَحْمَةُ اللَّهِ وَبَرَكَاتُهُ